They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast, our New York Comic Con recap. This is episode number 41. My name is Tom Van Zandt, and I'm your host. And with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts, the one, the only, D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Oh, uh, New York Comic Con, we have been in you. <laughs> Balls deep in you. And we have a very special guest this week, someone who can ask us questions from the perspective of someone who wasn't with us in New York. That would be Mrs. D-Rock herself, the lovely Carly Asia. Hello, my favorite nerds. Hello, or as I like D- to say, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And we have the man who brings the money. Mr. J. Money. Senior Bo, D-Rock, Carly Asia. I knew you'd come. Yes, and New York Comic Con knew we were coming too, didn't it? Tom, this episode is going to be so sharp, it can cut glass. <laughs> oh, did we have some fun. Did we, Did we, boys? Did we have some fun? We did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Derek's all reserved. Uh, yeah, I guess we did. <laughs> I had fun listening to the stories anyway. I'll bet. Well, you're going to hear some more stories tonight. And Can't wait. <laughs> we're going to share with Not Nation things that happened, as much as we can share and as much time will allow. I don't want to have a three-hour episode, so we're going to have to edit ourselves on things. But we'll hit all the high points and let you know all about New York Comic Con 2017. What a time it was. What a time to be alive, boys and girl. What a time. Tom. Yes, sir. Could we trademark Carly's ooh sound? Ooh. Yeah, it seems like we should. Everyone wants to use it now. Yeah, or at least, like, sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Aussie in the Palm has used it, and now Dinner in the Podcast want to use it. You're getting around. They have Carly. my blessing. They can use it. Awesome. Well, not, I'll, not for free. I'll share that Stop with you. Stop trying to make money off of your friends, Derek. <laughs> off your woman. You're pimping yeah. out your woman and her voice. Exactly. Got to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> this mortgage isn't going to pay itself. You know what happens after you pay this month's mortgage, Tom? What's that? The next one's coming in 30 days. That's right. You ain't kidding. All right, well, before we get into it, because we are going to get into it, Jay Money, would you kindly tell all of Not Nation, and all of the world for that matter, that might be listening, because I'm sure we have some new listeners. I handed out a lot of cards for business this weekend, as you did at the Javits Center in New York City, New York, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Tell them all where they can find all things pertaining to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Well, Tom, they can like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash not podcast one. 
They can follow us on Instagram at NotPodcast1. They can follow us on Twitter at NotPodcast1. We have a new episode every week on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube. We are on the NerdPodcastMafia.com website. We are also on Podknife.com. You can leave us a five-star review, and if it's an awesome one, we will definitely read it on the podcast. You are so money, and you don't even know it. Yeah, well, let's try to keep the uh, editing to a minimum, shall we? Because I'm going to have to drop this episode real quick and dirty. I mean, this is Saturday night, the day we got back from New York Comic Con. And I intend to have this thing out <laughs> within 24 hours. So it's going yes. to be a quick and dirty edit. So if, if this isn't our best work, I apologize. But we wanted to get the news out to you quickly. We wanted to share our stories with you while they were fresh in our minds. So it's a dirty, quick turnaround for you this week, not nation. Dirty and quick, just how I like it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, very good. So let's start from the beginning and take it through the middle and then end at the end, shall we? I wasn't with you at the very beginning, so I'm going to let Derek and Jay Money start things off with Thursday morning. When you embarked on your journey to New York City, New York, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Wait, Thursday morning when me and Jay Money went to the first Comic-Con? Or this year's Comic-Con? This year's oh. Comic-Con. You said start from the beginning. So. No, no, no. Don't get crazy. We're, we're pressed for time this week, so let, let's not get silly like we normally do. Let's stick to the topic at hand. Let's talk about 2017. Go for it. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, well, Dr. Bill crashed here, and then uh, we, I picked up Mark. Because he lives only three houses away. That would be Mark, Marky Mark from the So Wizard podcast. I am the expert. Yes, it is. And then we drove to D-Rocks. And then we all got out of my Accord and got into another Accord to drive to New York City. That's right. And at some point, I think the cowboy joined you, didn't he? Cowboy. Oh, I forgot. I picked up the cowboy along the way, too. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> very forgettable of you. <laughs> So the five of us packed in the uh, Accord that Derek got from work, and we headed right off to New York City. Nice. And then what we happened? Got, uh, well, we got there pretty much no problem at all. Parked right in the uh, hotel garage, checked into the hotel. That would be the Skyline Hotel in Hell's, Props to the Skyline. Hell's Kitchen. And then after we checked in, rested up for a few minutes, we, uh, we headed right to the con. Great. Tell me about that. Uh, well, we got in there, and I immediately lost Rich. Cowboy. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> you know, it's um, funny. It's something I got to say about Rich. <laughs> Rich, I love you. First of all, I invited the cowboy to join us tonight to share his version of events, but he would rather play Battlefront on uh, Xbox than record a fucking podcast. So thanks, Rich. Appreciate you. Yama, 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 yama. Anyway, Is he really playing a video game right now rather than recording with you guys? I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into I'm it. Sorry. Thankfully, I'm sorry. thankfully, you're here to fill in for him because uh, they're both female. So <laughs> <laughs> now, now, let's not insult Carly. All right, so <laughs> here's the deal, Rich. I love you. I do. I love you like a brother. But you're always saying how oh, it's so great when we can get together with such good friends and. All hang out, and it's so awesome when we're, we're all together like this. You're the first motherfucker to ditch everybody and go off and do your own thing. What's that about? I noticed it all weekend long. I, the only times I hung out with him is when we went to breakfast, 
and like when we were back at the hotel. Otherwise, he was missing in action. I, d- I don't think I spent two more than two minutes with him at the actual convention all weekend. Cowboy. And even at the hotel, he was in the other room. <laughs> I'm just saying, it bothers me, so I'm, I'm sorry to call you out publicly, but that's how I work, that's how I do, and that's what I just did. I was just telling Carly early tonight that I didn't even hang out with Jay Money that much. Yeah, he was telling me all these stories about Rich, Bill, and I'm like, well, what happened to Jay Money? Well, we'll get to that when we get to Friday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're still on Thursday. Go ahead. Sorry. So you lost Rich right away, and then what? uh, It was me and Dr. Bill. Where was was Mark and Derek? Mark and Derek, I think, took off together. Me and and Marky Mark went to the Todd McFarlane panel right when we walked into the show, so we had to wait in line for about a half hour, but the panel was packed, and it was a cool cool panel. He just talked about Spawn movie a little bit, the story of how he left Marvel and the guys that went with him. And it, it was cool. We didn't learn anything super exciting, but it was nice to just, you know, rest our legs for a, for a few. Is it true that he barely talked about the new Spawn movie he's working on? Yeah, pretty much. He, <laughs> all he said is when he they start filming, he's going to do Facebook videos every day of behind the scenes production stuff. I mean, you know, stupid stuff. But Well, that's kind of neat. But why couldn't he talk more about what he's planning to do. That's what people want to know about. I mean, it's been how long since the original Spawn movie? Yeah, a long time. And he was saying how the cartoon on HBO got a lot better uh, reviews than the actual movie did. So it's going to be dark. It's not going to be a superhero movie. It's going to definitely be a hard R, which is cool. But he didn't say anything about it. And there wasn't really many time, or much, much time for questions. So. Hmm. All right. So you wasted time in that panel. And then, all right. So much. while you're doing that money, what did you and Dr. Bill do? Walked around looking for uh, Star Wars six-inch black figures. How'd that work out for you? Well, it didn't go so well, but they were just so expensive. I wasn't paying $40 for brand new figures, which I can probably find at Kmart next week. Mm -hmm. For half price. Yeah, exactly. So I took a ton of pictures. I found a Iceman figure. I put a picture up with him with one of our cards for business. Uh, I went around to a lot of the vendors just handing out our cards, took a ton of pictures. And, of course, in the Javits Center, you can't get any cell phone service because there's, you know, 40,000 people at least in there at once. Awesome. So, yeah, exactly. And the cell and the Wi-Fi, you barely can use that as well because there's all these people on the Wi-Fi. Right. But while I was actually looking for – I was looking through long boxes for you and D-Rock because I know D-Rock wanted Web of Spider-Man and you were looking for New Mutants. So I was looking for those for nice. you guys. Good friend. And, and in, in the middle of one of the long box displays, like you had to – you know some of them you had to walk into and stuff? That's right. Mm-hmm. So I walked into one and I looked at my phone and I you know, took a picture of the Web of Spider-Man long box and i posted a picture and it instantly uploaded and i'm like what the heck's going on so then i'm looking around i look up ahead up on top of the ceiling of the javits center there was a router right up above that spot oh nice so you were right under the wi-fi so that became my secret wi-fi spot for the entire rest of the weekend (laughs) anytime you needed to share some information you'd just run to the center yep Anytime I needed to post some pictures or tweet or anything like that, I, I went to this long box display and I scuttled over into the Web of Spider-Man section and I was right underneath that magic router and I got 100% signal. Oh, the guy working that booth must have thought you were a weirdo. <laughs> oh, I was sitting there with like my two lemonades on top of the long boxes on top of like the program and just sitting there for like 20 minutes posting pictures, not even looking at any of the long boxes. <laughs> Great. So now, now all the other conversational podcasts that are listening to our show are going to do the same thing next year. Yeah, next year they're going to know. They're not going to know. They don't know what booth it was under. True. 
True. Because the booth probably yeah, will move. The Web of Spider-Man booth. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of uh, what booth it was, so I know. But I'm sure that won't be the same booth, you know? Oh, no, probably not. So after that, I was just running around taking pictures, posting them to the uh, podcast page and the Instagram and the Twitter and just browsing, really. Nothing that I really wanted to buy since I saw how expensive the figures were. See any cool celebrities or anything? Any cool cosplays on Thursday? Oh, the cosplay was awesome. That was one of my favorite parts of the con. Just everybody, everybody gets dressed up. But the bad thing about this convention is, which Tom didn't realize and now he does, it is so overpacked, it's almost unbearable. Yeah, and from what you said, Thursday was even like that, which is surprising because, you know, you think Thursday is going to be the lightest of the days, but you guys said it was pretty damn close to Saturday crowds. So you remember last year, D-Rock, how there was that other conference center where the Artist Alley was? Mm-hmm. They demolished that. Yeah, they tore that part of the building oh. down. Okay. So the Artist Alley was downstairs where last year they had this stupid virtual reality thing. Do you remember that, D-Rock? Mm-hmm. And so they had to shoehorn all the artists into this little area down in the basement. And I guess that they're building a new 500,000 square feet conference center up yeah, there. Yeah, it's going to be four stories. I was talking and to it, one of the security guys today about it. And they're also building a 25,000 square foot room. Yep. But it's not going to be ready till 2020. 2020, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what the so, guy told me. for the next few years, we're going to have to deal with this crap. Mm-hmm. Even me, when me and Carly went two years ago, it wasn't that bad. No, even last year when we went, it wasn't. Really? I don't remember how crazy it was last year. Remember that artist alley, how it was tucked yeah. way far yeah. away from the convention? It was, it was almost like a second convention. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, because yeah, I couldn't even find you guys. I'm like, where'd they go? And then all of a sudden, I walked into this giant room, and I'm like, wow, it's like a second convention. Mm-hmm. So this year, it's just, it was so cramped. You can barely walk anywhere. It was so hot, but I don't know. Anything after else the- happen on Thursday, Derek, that you want to add? Yeah, to? while Jay Money was doing that, after me and Mark went to the panel, I ran around the show floor, looked for a couple different exclusives to see if it was even worth getting. Like, I looked at the Shiva Walking Dead uh, exclusive G.I. Joe retro set, but, you know, $100, and I don't want to be lugging that stupid-ass thing around the that show all the weekend. That was the McFarlane Toys exclusive the Walking Dead Shiva Force, they made them kind of like a nod to the old G.I. Joe Tiger Force line. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it was dope. I didn't know how much it was. If it was like 50, yeah, like that, four figures, that's including an orange cat, I mm-hmm. would have I got it. Yeah, but, hundreds is a little steep for that. Yeah, no. So then I ran around, went to the Mezco booth looking at their one twelve scale figures. They had the Wolverine. That's what exclusive, but it was sold out, and I didn't even go back and friday to look for it i was like whatever and then i ran around looked for some uh cheap back issues by myself before tom got there on friday and i found one table and they had like a bunch of new issues of comics 10 for seven bucks something like uh, that or no seven for ten seven for ten bucks and they're like four de- or five dollar comics it's pretty good yeah deal. and i'm like oh cool so i had nine comics i wanted to get for ten bucks i was like i'll just ask the guy maybe he'll do it for me I mean, I, I can't decide which ones I want. So I went to the guy. I said, hey, I know it's supposed to be 7 for 10, but would you do 9 for 10? And he looked at me, and his response was, no. Um, you know, if this, the, the deal's a deal. You know, if that doesn't work for you, I, I understand. You know, I had to pay $4,000 to be here this weekend. Wow. 
And I looked at him with you know with his passive aggressive comments, and I'm like, "Excuse me," and I was so close to just putting them all back in the box. I like, no, thanks anyway. But like, I really wanted them, and I didn't see any other tables like this, so I purposely just took two of the books and just put them back. I said, "Okay, no problem. I don't want these anyway." And then I, so I kind of stuck it to him a little bit, but he stuck it to me. I was like, ah, "Whatever." That's bad. That, that, that kind of pissed me off. It's that bad like, business to complain how much you had to pay. You know, well, buddy, nobody forced you to pay four thousand dollars to be here. All right. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I paid X amount for the tickets and the hotel and this. Like, go fuck yourself. Right. Fuck that guy. And yeah. uh, another thing, Tom, is they they give you this app for the Comic Con and. Not only is the app the biggest crap in the world, but like the app has like a location thing, so you can see where you are in the con. Right. So like, if you want to go to booth thirty-five and you're at booth two thirty-five, you can kind of map it out. Mm-hmm. But you can't get any Wi-Fi or cell phone signal when you're in there. So, so the app help is you? right. Yeah, the app is rendered completely useless. True. Yeah, and I was thinking. I about turned that. on notifications for that app all weekend, and all it did was send me a text notification when. Oh, this panel and this room is full. This autograph for Mark Hamill is full. So I was like, oh, they, well, thanks for reminding me that there was a signing. Not only do they not remind me about the signing, it's telling me now that it's full. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd walk outside of the con to, like, get a dog or something, and all of a sudden I look at my phone, I start getting, like, 35 messages from, like, four hours ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that doesn't really work. FYI, New York Comic Con, that that app doesn't work great in the building itself unless you can figure out a way to get Wi-Fi for everyone or open it up so that cell service will work in your building. That yeah. kind of is pointless. And they ran out of programs within the first hour. Mm-hmm. I couldn't and, believe that. Yeah, I finally found one on the floor, and I picked it up because there was a cosplayer I wanted to meet, and I wanted to see what booth she was at. None of the cosplayers are like in the same area. They're just scattered around the entire convention hall. It, it drives me mad. Wow, you guys are doing a lot of complaining so far. It doesn't sound know, like a great time. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a great time so far. It's a great time that was after the con. Okay, well... <laughs> I did meet a cool cosplayer, though, at Kristen Lane on Twitter. Kristen Lane. Oh, is that how you spell it? I think so. All right. Well, I may be wrong. (laughs) No, that's fine. It may be Kristen Lane. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong cosplayer. Maybe it must be Lane. She did the Freddy? Yeah, I think her last name's Lane, but either way. Okay, want me to spell it out? Yeah, do it. Okay, so at K-R-I-S-T-E-N. L-A-N-A-E on Twitter. That's Lene. Yeah. Okay. So she was really cool. I got her autograph. I got a picture with her. That was probably the highlight of that day for me. Right. How about you, d Is there a separate area for cosplayers, Jay? No. Like I just said, they're scattered out throughout the entire convention. Oh, okay. I I don't even think I saw any of them, honestly. Yeah. Some some of them were at like some comic book company's site because they cosplayed as like the comic book character. Some of them were so they were over. playing booth, babe. Yeah, and then some of them, like I wanted to meet some of the wrestlers, but they were shoved way over at the front of the con on a table all together. That all the regular people were just walking by, so I was like, you couldn't even get into this thing. You had to like fight people left and right. Fighting. Can I ask you guys a question? Absolutely. If you had to go to New York Comic Con and dress up as a character, who would you dress up as? The Million Dollar Man. <laughs> Stupid, Tom. The Pope. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do broken Matt Hardy. Wonderful. Uh, I've what always wanted to do. Dick? Honestly, I've always wanted to do Doc Octopus from Spider Man. 
Yeah, probably couldn't get in with those arms. No, and not not nowadays. Probably not. I could barely get in with these arms. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> well done, D Rock. <laughs> Who would you cosplay as, D Rock? Probably Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> like buff Grimace. Yeah, you paint, I don't fucking know. paint yourself I purple. Fu- I, I, <laughs> Don't get me he, going. He cosplayed it as Cesaro later on in the night. There you I go. I did. Yeah. Just knock your teeth out. You <laughs> it wasn't just even like noticed a... by the actual guy who's like <laughs> two feet away from me. Awesome. All right. So uh, real quick before we wrap up Thursday, Derek, anything else happened on Thursday worth mentioning? Thursday, I ran through Artist Alley quick, got a couple autographs with Marky Mark before Friday when I was with Tom and Mark in that area. And yeah, just just ran around the vendors, tried to check out everything, went to the Valium booth. The Marvel and DC booth were crazy packed. I went to the Square Enix booth, tried to check out what, if they had any cool exclusives. Just kind of tried to hit everything, you know, if possible, you know, the first day. Me and D-Rock did have to leave a little early, Tom, because we were going to that WWE event. All right, so that finishes off the con portion of Thursday. Now, why don't you go on to the evening festivities before I arrived into town and tell us all about that WWE event? Well, what it was, it was a WWE uh, IGN.com, which IGN.com is probably the biggest video game uh, and entertainment website there is out there. And they held a WWE Superstars Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite tournament. And this was broadcast live on IGN.com. Okay, so the wrestlers were actually playing the video game? Yep. That's kind of fun. So who was was there in attendance? You had Xavier Woods versus Cesaro in the first round. We want Paige. We want Paige. (laughs) And then the second round, you had Kofi Kingston versus uh, AJ Styles. Oh, AJ Styles was there? Oh, yeah, dude. That's awesome. So it was in this, the place was called the garage, and it was literally a garage. Like an old garage, they just gutted it and painted the walls like white, and then they put some lights up, and that's what it was in. And nothing else, Tom. No. No vendors, no nothing. Just hanging microphones from the ceiling for the audience noise. Lighting and white walls, and that's it. And no vendors giving you Nothing. things to drink. For food, for drinks. Nowhere, we didn't see the bathroom until we left. Nowhere to sit? Nope. No, you no had to stand. Standing room only. Yeah, that's well, how they, they wanted, wanted it, to, though. Yeah, they wanted it to look staged like a you know a mini version of a WWE event. Yeah. And they were Derek, handing... tell them what shirt Xavier Woods was wearing. Uh, when he came out to the last match, when he fought Kofi for the title, he was wearing a Golden Girls shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Which was the only Golden Girls <laughs> material that I saw all weekend. Yeah, that's true. Didn't see any of Comic-Con. You didn't see any VHS tapes? <laughs> that I that did, wall I of did VHS see some VHS tapes. tapes. That one that looked like the, the dance studio at the den? Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. yeah, but I, I, th- I thought it was cool, though. So did you, get to inter- any- did you get to interact with any of the wrestlers at any point? Not really. You just got to chant no, and cheer and stuff. Do do uh, chants and stuff like that. Did they acknowledge you guys? Us personally? No, just to the crowd in general. Did they play? Oh to yeah, the crowd? absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah they ran so it was and, like a wrestling. Yeah, so they all right. Everyone. So they treated it. Yeah, like they, a wrestling. they came out to an entrance and everything. It had okay. good production values. Okay. But if you watch it on IGN.com, you definitely couldn't tell it was in a small of a section, or like a venue, as it was. They had announcers set up with the big WWE logo. 
they had like the the new day have like an ice cream bicycle they drive around and they had they had that there they had triple h's thrown there you can take pictures with it and stuff cool but don't worry there's no ice cream in the ice cream cart tom because we were i was really hungry <laughs> i was gonna say and it was probably hot in there so you could have used an ice cream yeah actually it was hot. i i didn't think it was that hot because they had like dry ice going for like the smoke mm. so i didn't think it was that bad i was miserable <laughs> All right. Sounds like you've had a I great time. I was up ten. at 4.30 in the morning because I was too excited for Comic-Con. I couldn't even sleep. Then I had to drive. And then it's already 8 o'clock at this WWE thing. They don't have any food or beer there. And I'm already two meals behind for the day. I'm fucking starving and thirsty. Plus, you missed the gym. And I missed the gym because I had to go to this WWE event where I couldn't sit or eat or drink. Damn. You should have stood there and did deadlifts. I got to go get some. I got to go do some push-ups. Hold on. <laughs> Don't, you're going to get Carly all riled up and then something crazy is going to happen over there live on the podcast. Oh, That's never happened before. Yeah, sure it hasn't. Never. Anyway. So, so then they had a tag team tournament, Tom. And it was, tag uh, team, huh? A couple of the women, it was Sasha Banks and some like pro video gamer, I don't really care about him, and against Bailey and like another professional video gamer. Hmm. So that was pretty cool seeing uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey up like two feet away from you. Nice. So that was fun. I, I thought it was cool. Xavier Woods beat Cesaro, and Kofi Kingston beat AJ Styles. Did so Xavier Woods Xavier knock Wood. his teeth out again? Or Cesaro? It? Yeah, Cesaro's teeth. No. <laughs> did but Cesaro they, uh, have all his teeth? You know, I didn't yeah, even it, notice. It, it, I didn't notice that he was missing any. So they right. must have gave him some fake teeth. Obviously, because mm-hmm. that just happened, what, two weeks ago? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, the last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So then Kofi Kingston won, and he won like a trophy. Cool. And then they did they did like a little brawl with the guys from IGN and like Xavier Woods threw a pie in the guy's face like at the end. Oh boy! All right, so it got a little hokey and cheesy at the end. Okay. Yeah, but this is the first time they've done it. Right. So. All right. Cool. Well, then. And so then, uh, what happened? Bailey after that? and the video game guy won that match, so Bailey won. Okay. And then what did you guys do after that? Headed back to the hotel to meet you. And do we know what Cowboy Rich? Dr. Bill and Marky Mark were doing through this whole thing, or were they with you at that thing? Dr. Bill was. Oh, so Cowboy Rich. Cowboy Rich and Mark, I think they closed out the con. Yeah, they were, because Rich was trying to get some Lego exclusives, and Mark was doing a lot of panels that day. Did he end up getting those Lego exclusives, Derek? Because this he is did. the thing about New York Comic Con that I think is fucked up. You ready for this, folks, in case you weren't aware? So you have to go through this crazy jump through hoops system just to obtain tickets okay and if you're lucky enough to land in the queue and purchase those tickets and get them then you think okay i'm free and clear i'm going to the con i'm one of the chosen ones i'm going to be able to purchase new york comic-con exclusive items oh no oh no turns out you also have to try to get into a lottery to win the ability to buy set exclusives. To stand in line. To stand in line and get exclusives. Can you believe this shit? That's some bullshit. So Rich was pissed because obviously he wanted that Brickheads, Boba Fett, and Han and Carbonite New York Comic Con exclusive that Lego was offering. But he didn't know that he had to apply for this lottery. And therefore, he did not win. And he was under the impression he wasn't going to be able to obtain them. So what happened? Well, Tom, I just, wa- I just want to go say, ahead. first of all, that as far as the Funko Pops go, you have to win the lottery even to go into the booth. Like You can't even go into the booth if you didn't win their lottery. 
Really? Yeah. You and can't was, even go and in and look was, at the items. You, yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. You had to win the lottery. I was surprised because last year, the Funko Pop booth was under a tent. You couldn't even look inside of it if you walked by. So at least this year, you could look inside of it. Yeah, but the Funko thing is they have shared exclusives with all these other stores. So all those you can get online or at the stores. So Barnes & Noble has a few of them. GameStop has a few. FYE, you know, yada, yada. Yeah, but it's still silly that they won't let you go through their tent booth at the con. Oh, I, I know. In the con. I know. All right. That's so right. Because Funko is just crazy. That's why. You don't have to do that, obviously, for, you know, image or exclusives or mezco or all this other crap right okay so go on derek what happened with the lego exclusives so rich was, was towards the end of the show it was like the last hour of the show rich was talking to a guy outside and he had one in his hand and rich was like, oh it's cool oh can i see that and oh, oh wow. you know how rich gets you know he has something you want oh it's really cool i wish i had one huh. and <laughs> and the guy's like oh well he's like oh you must have won the lottery and the guy's like no they're actually just letting people go up to the cart right now and buy him rich is like oh really so I guess they open up to public in the last hour, almost like a free-for-all, but it's only one per person. Hmm. So Rich was able to actually get the item in the last hour of the show. No shit. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Well, there's some good news coming out of New York Comic Con, finally. <laughs> I can tell. There's, I bitch, I'm bitching, and I bitched a lot, and I was aggravated a lot of stuff, but it was still awesome. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that about a show before. All right, because you definitely, if someone was listening to this who had never gone before, they're going to be like, wow. <laughs> they'll, they'll never go. I'll never go to that because it sounds like the Not Another Nerdy Podcast guys had a lousy time the first day. <laughs> but we got a lot of cool stuff, though. Right, right. You're just focusing on the negatives. <laughs> I, I forgot, Tom, on the way to the convention, we actually stopped off at a Barnes & Noble and waited in line for them to open so D-Rec could buy their exclusive pops. Oh, that's right. Of course you did. <laughs> well, it was on the way there, and Barnes and Nobles opens at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, like, we might as well stop off at a store in Connecticut and check it out. Hey, no, we stopped at Dunks, and the Barnes and Noble was right there. Okay. Yeah, because Rich had to have Dunkin' Donuts. No, not McDonald's coffee. Dunkin' Donuts coffee. That I can understand. Although I drink McDonald's coffee too. I'm not that much of a snob. But we had to go up five blocks so Rich could get Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Not the McDonald's coffee that was right in the same parking lot as the Barnes & Noble's where we stopped. And it was on the other side of the road with like a medium, so you had to drive like a mile to do a U-turn. All right, oh, well, let's stop God. complaining about Rich and continue. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we spend the podcast complaining about Rich, we'll talk about nothing else. Cowboy. <laughs> Just saying. We love you, Rich. We do. All right, so then Thursday, I'll tell you about my Thursday because I think I'm about to join you guys at this point. So I get out of work. I ran out of work at 5.30, ran home 6 o'clock, grabbed all my stuff that I had packed up, and I am sorry to inform you boys and not nation, I could not fit not Vanguard 1 in my luggage. He was just too big. That drone would not fit in my bag, and I couldn't just carry him loosely on the train. That wasn't going to work either. So, sadly, folks, not Vanguard 1 was left behind. He did not join us on our New York adventures. But maybe next year, if I can actually get in a car and drive with you, and I don't have to take a train into the city, we will be able to get not Vanguard 1 in on the action. So, I grabbed my luggage. My mother and stepfather were good enough to drop me off at the train station. I got there with about 15 minutes to spare. Boarded my bus to New Haven, Connecticut, USA, Earth Milky Way. Caught the train there and then headed on into New York City. And I joined you guys, what was it, about midnight when I got into town? About. So you guys. I think so. I'm trying to think where we were. You were at the hotel. Okay. 
I walked from Penn Station to the skyline, which was a good uh, probably mile, mile and a half through all my... Had we eaten already, D-Rock? Did we eat before Tom got there? We did. We went to a Irish pub bar with everyone, actually, except Tom, after the WWE thing. And then after we left that place, we went back to the hotel room, and that's when Tom showed up. Right. Okay, I couldn't remember. So we were, we were at this uh, the shitty uh, bar. Oh, it was shit, Tom. <laughs> yeah, there they go. Another thing to bitch about. More things to complain about. One. Let's just skip that part <laughs> and get in on with the story. So I show up. <laughs> Let me get in on the action here, boys. So I showed up. I got into the hotel, dropped my shit, and I'm like, we need alcohol. Don't we need alcohol? Yes, we need alcohol. So we go to the Skyline Deli across the street, and there's Jay Money and the boys are already in there. I was Facebook living on the Not Another Nerdy page. If you all go there, you can check it out. <laughs> then we all went back to the hotel, and we had a few drinks. You guys told me about your day. I asked you about the exclusives and all the stuff and who you met and what happened. And I got to be honest, like the listeners who have listened to your retelling of the tales, I was a little disappointed in how day one turned out for you. I didn't but- think it was a fail. No, it didn't knock my socks off. I thought a lot more was going to happen for you than it did. So I got to say, I think you brought the party to New York, Tom. <laughs> Things started looking up once you showed up, honestly. It tends to happen that way, D. So I, I, once you got there, I fell right asleep, and I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I, I just felt better. The world just f- felt aligned. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bust some balls about that. So I get there, right? And D-Rock is like, oh, I'm going to bed. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I just got into town. How are you going to bed? <laughs> I was oh, tired. No, he did. So I said, fine. Fuck you then. So I drank with the other boys. And then I was a little hungry and peckish. So we ordered a pizza. And here's the best. This, so, <laughs> <laughs> Right, money? Right, Tom. So we ordered this pizza. That's not the best. The best is later on. Um, oh, yeah, it I'm, is. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're referring to, but <laughs> I'm sure you'll enlighten me. So we ordered the pizza, and the pizza shows up. And we're like, okay, well, he's going to come up to the room, right? That's usually what they do. That's what you would think would happen. You, and and by the way, we ordered it from Sal's Pizza, which was literally diagonally across the street from our hotel. That place not is awesome. even Not even 50 yards. You could walk it across the street. I wish you guys would have woke me up to tell me you got pizza. Screw you. That's what you get for falling asleep early on a Thursday night. I was up for like 21 hours. I was exhausted. I don't give a shit. I drove. You didn't drive. You, you took a train. You sat in a train. I actually drove. I drove all day at work. That's your job, though. Tra- yeah, but it, so it doesn't tire me? Come on. Once I got into New York, man, I felt that energy. That was it. I was up. I was like, yes, let's do this. All right, so we get the pizza. We're expecting the guy to bring it up to us. Oh, no, we get a phone call from the guy. He's like, okay. I'm downstairs. We're like, really? All right. So I guess we got to go down to the lobby and pay him. Fine. So money and... It was just you and me. Oh, uh, no. Dr. Bill definitely followed us. Did he? <laughs> Dr. Bill can't do anything without you. So, so Dr. Bill and you and I went downstairs and we're looking around the lobby. Where the hell's the pizza guy? <laughs> and so money turns to the concierge at the desk and... He's like, is there someone down here with a pizza? He's like, no, I haven't seen anybody. (laughs) So we look outside, and in the street is a fucking bicycle delivery guy waiting for us to come out down to the street 
to get the pizza and pay him for it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You rode a bike across, diagonally across the street from the pizza place to get here. You can't even be bothered to get off your fucking bike and walk it into the lobby to us. I didn't want to. Someone tip- might steal the bike. It's a bike, Derek. You fucking pick it up and carry it with you. Why couldn't he have just walked over? Or, or do that. Yeah. Why did he even need to bike it over? Well, I don't know how many pies you got. I was sleeping. We just got one. Oh, okay. So we go, we get it, we pay him. And thank God we didn't tip him more than like a dollar because A, it was literally across the street. And B, the motherfucker didn't do anything to earn that tip. So I was laughing to money because dinner and a podcast had a similar situation. One of the guys on there had ordered food, and the delivery guy did the same shit to him. He brought it to his house, but he wouldn't get off his bike, and he wouldn't leave the street. He made the guy come out of his own house down to the street to pick up his own food. What kind of delivery <laughs> service is this? This isn't curbside delivery. This is supposed That's horse to... shit. Right. So, all right, whatever. We get the pizza. We get back upstairs, and Rich is passed out. He's snoring on the couch, right? But he's like... Wake me up when the pizza gets here. I want to have one slice. So we crack open the pizza, and it's great. New York style. Oh, it was phenomenal. New phenomenal. York style with the, the big slice sausages like you like them, money. Right? <laughs> right, Tom. Right. Well, he said that. That's why I'm saying that. I'm not trying to. Like, oh, I did. Yeah. I hate when it's like little shredded sausage or little bits. I like, you the, like big the big slices. You like the big sausage. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. We all have our slice, right? Now, I chipped in, the, the pizza came to like 20 bucks or almost 20 bucks. I threw in 10 bucks because I was fucking starving and it was my idea to get the fucking thing. So I planned on having two or three slices. Well, it was an eight slice pizza. So by the time the five of us had a slice, because again, Derek was passed out in the other room. You got, you got one pizza for five of you? Why don't you get two of them? Because, I just wanted one because slice. Because everyone just wanted one slice. Uh, oh, okay. Including Rich. So right. everyone took one slice. Then Rich decided he wanted to take another fucking slice. So Rich took a second slice, and then the motherfucker didn't finish the slice. He ate half of it and said, I don't want any more of this. You want this money? He's trying to pass money his fucking half-eaten, slobbered-on slice of pizza. And the I'm best th- part of the whole story is when Tom was like, Money, do you want a second slice? And I'm like, I'm good, Tom. And Rich goes, I'll take the slice. And, he grabs and then I it. look at Tom. And he takes it and then doesn't fucking finish it. And I'm thinking to myself... I probably didn't need it, but I could have eaten that that other slice. Anyway, whatever. So I was happy. I'm just happy I'm in New York at this point. So we all hunker down. We we go to bed. We're like, we're, we want to be up early, f- refreshed. We want to go have a nice breakfast together. Steve from Dinner and a Podcast was nice enough to recommend a place to us. Derek, Derek kind of bullied him into it. Want to tell that story, Derek? Yeah. Oh, there's another I, story to tell, Tom. Okay. About that night. Okay, go ahead. So for whatever reason, I decided that I wanted a water. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. <laughs> so in the middle of the night. <laughs> like 4.30 a.m. Derek, you t- you can take the story over. <laughs> I heard, because this is when I, I woke up at like, oh, I woke up at like 4 a.m., 4.30, because we forgot to put the A.C. on the room. So the room was like 72 degrees. I was sweating my ass off. So I wake up. That was I the know cowboy. What... He kept turning the heat up all week. He did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's that banging? 
I'm trying to what? simulate the knocking that you heard. Oh, Just okay. get on with the fucking story. <laughs> so, so, Rich has never come in. Uh, Rich has never come to a Comic Con ever again. So we, I, I wake up sweating my ass off. I, I got my fucking flashlight. I had like three beers and one hour sleep, so my head was fucking pounding. And I got my flashlight on my phone. I had my contacts, one of my contacts, and I ripped the other one, threw it out in the trash. And then I'm like trying to walk around both rooms of the hotel room, trying to find the controls because I thought it's the old school ones where it's on the actual vent underneath the windows, but it's not there. I'm like, fuck, it's got to have a digital one. So I'm like looking around everywhere. I couldn't find one. I, I go outside to the main room and Jay Money and Tom are in their couch beds and I almost trip over Jay Money's bed and coffee table to get to his window. The control isn't over there either. I'm like, fuck. So I finally go back. I see the controls on, on the wall. I turn. Theirs is already down. I'm like, well, what the hell? So I finally find the one in our room, and I turn that one down. All right, no problem. Hop back in bed, try to go back to sleep. Ten minutes later, I hear the door open. I'm like, oh, my God. If I'm having a fucking nightmare right now, I'm going to go crazy. And then I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't fucking care. I'm tired. So then ten minutes later, I hear the knocking noise. God, it and took like, a long time to get to that. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I go up to the door and I hear it again. And I just fuck it. I didn't even look. I didn't even look through the, the people. I just like, fuck it. It's over the door. And Jay Money's there and his fucking PJs and shoeless <laughs> drunk ass in the hallway. And I'm like, in the hallway. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Jay Money? And he's like, Ugh. like all babbling. I didn't even hear what he said. I'm like, what? And he's like, Ugh. I locked myself out. They locked, they locked me out. I've been out here for two hours. I said, who locked you out? And he's like, the guys. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. And I'm like, <laughs> we were all fucking what? sleeping. Yeah. First of all, no one kicks you out. Second of all, you haven't been out for two hours. I've been up for the last hour and a half, sweating my ass off. And he's like, uh. and I'm like, go back, at, go back to bed, you drunk ass. And then I think he went to the bathroom. Uh, I should have washed him to make sure he didn't like hit his head on the sink or something. But I think he went to the bathroom and then he stumbled to, back to his bed and then he left the light on. And I was just too fucking tired to even go over there and shut it off. Yeah, it was also awesome because every time he walked by the edge of my bed, he would hit my feet and wake me out of a sound fucking sleep. It happened like three or four times, him walking back and forth. <laughs> that might have been me when I was trying to look for the AC control. Well, either way, thanks very much. Uh, All right, so moving on. Now we're entering Friday. Can we move out of Thursday, get the fuck off Thursday and talk about Friday? Let's move this Oh, on. Jay Money had no water in his hand either when I let him back into the <laughs> yeah, room. So so I, don't, I don't know what he went out for, but... Anyway, I didn't have any money on me. I forgot to bring money. Nice. I can't believe the security. They didn't call security on his ass. How do you not have money? You're the man who brings the money. Forgot my wallet. You should sleep with money in your pocket. Okay, so the next morning, we're going to go to breakfast. How did this happen, Derek? Oh, yeah. So the night before, we're at the bar, and and I'm like, I want to find, because we had such a terrible experience with this first Irish pub that night. So I text Steve from Dinner from Dinner Podcast, and I'm like, yo, dude. We're fucking hungry. We want a good recommendation. This is bullshit. Like, I don't want some bullshit crap diner. I want, like, good fucking <laughs> breakfast. And I'm just, like, swearing at him for, like, no reason. I don't know why. You're all, like, just, angry like, at him. I wasn't mad at him. I was just angry in general, just from all the shit we've been complaining about for the first day in New York Comic Con. And then finally, I don't know, maybe he doesn't check his messages or something that much. So he finally hits me back a couple hours later, and he's like, hey, go to go to this place. It's called The Good Stuff in, in New York City. I'm like, okay, sounds good. You know, Jay Money looked it up on Yelp, and it got good reviews, too. I'm like, yeah, we'll check it out. We got an Uber XL for everyone, hopped in, drove there, had breakfast, and it ended up being the restaurant of the first uh, Dinner in the Podcast episode, which That's I right. thought was really cool, the but first... I didn't know that until 
we had talked to them later on that day. Yeah, the were the first uh, episode they ever recorded was in this diner. So, so we went there. It was good food, except you know certain people didn't like it because they couldn't get grits. I wanted some fucking grits. No, Mark wanted some grits. Oh hi, I did too. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't have them, and and it felt like the lady was negotiating with us about the grits. <laughs> Mark's like, well, it says it on the menu. And it the says till like, no, eleven no, o'clock. It it's only ten thirty. And Mark's like, yeah, so it's only 1030. It says, you know, we have breakfast till 11. And she's like, no, no, we, we don't have them. And Mark's like, but it says it's on the menu. And then the lady would say something. And they just kept, like, arguing. Yep. I'm like, oh, just give us the fucking grits. I'm like, just order oatmeal. No, I want the grits. I, I have oatmeal every day at, at oh home. Oh, my God. Can you get hash when you, browns? When, when you make a title for this podcast, you need to just call it, like, the bitching podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going That's on. All you guys are doing is just mm-hmm. bitching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get over it. You wanted grits. Continue. Alright. Other than that, other than the grits, it was a good breakfast. Yeah, great breakfast. Loved it. So from there, where did we go? Comic-Con. Yes, we did. New York Comic-Con. You knew we'd come. We arrived a little before noon. Got in line. Got our bags checked. Walked through those doors, and I said to Derek, the moment we start looking for back issues, I'm going to get sucked in, and I'm going to be in back issue mode, and I'm going to want to do nothing else. So let's Mm -hmm. walk around first, see some artists, see if we can run into some of our friends. That's what I did. Do some browsing, and then later, we'll go into back issue mode. So Mm -hmm. we went to Artist Alley. And who did we see in Artist Alley, Derek? Larry Hama. The legend, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who don't know, Derek and I are huge, and Jay Money for that matter, are huge fans of G.I. Joe. And in the 80s, Marvel Comics had a G.I. Joe comic book, and it was written by this man, Larry Hama. Well, he's there, and I got to tell you, that was my first highlight of the weekend meeting the man that's the first time i've actually met him i'm friends with him on facebook we've interacted before on there but meeting him face to face was a real thrill for me and he was awesome and i had to ask him you know everyone asks him like the same old questions right derek he had like a little fact page with most asked questions with the answers already there so he didn't have yeah to. <laughs> don't ask stupid questions of me which i don't thought. ask me why why did you how did you come up with the characters for G.I. Joe? Right. Like, <laughs> uh, for my imagination, that's where I came up with. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. But I had to ask a couple questions that weren't on that fact sheet, didn't I? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. What do you mean, unfortunately? Could have got more back issues, but you had to ask dumb questions. Oh, you thought they were dumb questions? <laughs> no, they were fine. It was just... I know, I know what it's like to walk around the county. So I, I was ready. I had already been there for one day, so I, I was prepared to take my time. And it was kind of like holding my daughter, like going around the convention. You know, it's going to take a long time to get from here to here, but you just got to deal with it. I like to talk to people, man. I'm a friendly yeah, I folk. Do. So I, I had to ask him because we had mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on this podcast mm-hmm. about Aubrey, that idiot. I don't care. Who was writing the IDW G.I. Joe books. Oh, oh, that up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that moron who did the nine eleven tweets and and uh, said some pretty awful things about nine eleven was ultimately fired for his comments. He was a writer yeah. on the GI Joe book. Now, 
So I, I wanted Larry's opinion on that because, let's face it, G.I. Joe is Larry's baby. He was the original comic book writer, and he still to this day writes the comics. I was curious what he thought about his fellow G.I. Joe writer making those comments, and I was very pleased and happy at his response. He said that he couldn't understand why Aubrey did it. It was a foolish thing to do. He got what he deserved, and he had personally never <laughs> met the guy and never read one of his books, which I thought was the funniest comment. The fact that he's never read the other guy's G.I. Joe stories. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. So I loved that answer. And then I had to ask him, because it's always bothered me, when he originally he killed off the character of Cobra Commander in that old Marvel G.I. Joe series. Then he brought the character, the same exact character, back in issue 100. Uh, I had asked him if he wanted to do that or if Marvel and Hasbro made him do that. And he said, well, to be honest with you, they made me kill him off to begin with. And I didn't want to do that. And I said, this is a mistake. You shouldn't do this. He's a beloved character and, you know, it makes no sense to kill him off. But I guess that's what they wanted him to do to coincide with the G.I. Joe movie, the animated movie where Cobra Commander actually devolved into a snake. Was a man. You remember that, Derek? Oh, yes. So Hasbro forced him to kill off Cobra Commander. It was very interesting to hear that, that they actually kind of steered his writing. I was kind of disappointed to know that that had happened to him. But the good news is he was able to bring the character back, and I love Cobra Commander, so I was happy for that. So those are a couple questions I asked him. And then he started getting busy, so I'm like, you know what, we'll come back later. Because I did want to get an autograph from him, but I wanted to go buy a G.I. Joe book so I could have him sign an actual G.I. Joe book. And I figured He didn't have G.I. Joe books for sale at his table? He had trade paperbacks, but I wasn't going to buy a $15 trade paperback to have him sign if I could go find a single issue for a dollar in one of the back issue bins. Oh, he had single issues there. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, no, I did. All right, because that... That's immaterial here. You know, Not really. We had a whole. We talked about it for like three hours in the car ride home. <laughs> you talked about what for three hours? How you didn't buy a comic from his table to get signed? How you had to go a mile and a half to the other side of the convention and search through a long box to bring it back to him? Which to wasted signed. probably an hour and a half of time. We could have been long box hunting, Tom. Yeah, but I didn't see that he had single issues. I saw trade paperbacks on his table. In Tom's defense, I think he thought of this idea after we were already at one end of the I did. convention. That's right. And then he goes, hey, let's go back there. I'm like, yeah, but we're going to have to go back there and then come back here where we are right now. That's going to take a long time. Well, here's the amazing thing about New York Comic Con, Derek, and especially about us. We aren't chained at the fucking ankle. So if you don't want to go with me to do all that, there's nothing keeping you there, and you don't have to do it. I told you, Tom, that I was going to be your long box hunting partner all weekend. Okay. Which would just be on Friday with you. So. All right. Well, you knew what to expect, so I don't feel sorry for you. So then we walked around and did what Derek wanted to do. And what did Derek want to do? Long box hunt. No. Oh, what? Why are you lying? Do? Don't lie to Not Nation. Oh, get my book signed? Exactly. 
We went oh, up yeah, and yeah. down Artist Alley and got all the Marvel artists that Derek saw to sign or his writers book. that were you know readily accessible or mm-hmm. who weren't charging five to ten dollars for one of exactly. And who <laughs> we're looking at you, Fabian Nisi, as a yeah, exactly. And who creator of Deadpool? And then <laughs> and who stood by you through that whole thing? Uh, Doctor Bill and uh, Tom. Thank you. So I don't want to hear it anymore. All right, so we went up and down, and who did we meet? We met some awesome legends, didn't we? We did. We Tell did. the people. We met Bob McLeod, one yes, of the co-creators of The New Mutants. The New Mutants, the very book that I was trying to fill holes, fill the yeah. run of, yes. Bill Sankowitz, Jay Money's favorite artist from the 1980s. From New Mutants, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk to Peter David. Oh, yes, and it was awesome. Running into him was great. Yeah, we got to talk to Fred Van Lente and Greg Pack, who are actually creators of uh, Planet Hulk storyline, which is what the new Thor Ragnarok uh, movie is going to be based That's on. That's right, and here's the thing. I, because you know me, I'm I'm not one to mince words, so I asked him point blank. I said, you excited about Ragnarok? He's like, yes. And I said, are they paying you? He's like, I can't comment. I go, I'll take that as a yes. Because Greg Pack designed Gladiator Hulk from World mm-hmm. War Hulk. And that is the exact same design they're using in Thor Ragnarok. So I'm happy to say, judging by his reaction to my question, Marvel's taking care of him. So that's good. That's good news. That's the Hulk's uh, alternate costume in Marvel's Capcom Infinite. There you go. He's probably getting paid for that, too. Good. (laughs) Good on Greg (laughs) Pak. He's the man. And then we met someone I was very excited to meet, Mr. Tom Lyle. Who's he, Derek? He was the creator of Scarlet Spider. Hell yeah, actually, he was the original. The 90s. The Scarlet Spider, the clone Spider-Man, the Scarlet Spider costume. And it was very cool because he was pretty forthcoming and told us flat out, I actually got paid for them using that design in Spider-Man Homecoming because Spidey's first suit is essentially the Scarlet Spider outfit, but with the colors reversed. Mm-hmm. So when he had originally approached Marvel asking for... A little taste, a little bit of kickback for the use of his costume design and all the toys and the cartoons and everything else they've used Scarlet Spider in up to this point. They basically said, fuck you, we're not paying you for that. Well, then he lets us know that the guy, same guy, came back and saw him at a show this past year, and he didn't expect him to say that he would give him anything, but he came up and said, hey, I was kind of an asshole to you last year, and I'm going to throw you a little something for using the costume in Spider-Man Homecoming. So he is now getting royalties for the use of his costume design, and I couldn't be happier for him because what a nice guy he was, right? Oh, yeah, he was really cool. And when he signed my book, a swag book of Marvel, I have a Marvel Encyclopedia book, and each inside covers, I have people with signatures, little quick head sketches, and he actually did a Spider-Man head sketch for me, quick little you know, two-minute head sketch, which is awesome. Was awesome, definitely. All right, Derek, so after Artist Alley... Uh, we hit the show floor and started looking around, looking at the different vendors and booths. Mm-hmm. And I was on a hunt for the 40th anniversary R2-D2, which I was determined to find because Jay Money claimed all day Thursday he could not find one vendor who had it. And I said, that's bullshit. Somebody at that show has that figure, and I'm going to prove it to you. And then we didn't shake on the bet, but we made a $100 bet about it, didn't we, Jay Money? Yep. Now, Money, while all this was going on and I was searching for this elusive figure, what were you doing? Sleeping. That's right. You were sleeping till what time? Two. 
two in the afternoon. You missed, you missed half the fucking day, didn't you? You didn't get to That's the fine. you didn't get to the con until what time? Three, three in the afternoon. Yeah, three p.m. Right. <laughs> and since I got added back to the chat, I saw Russ's comments. Yeah, yeah. How he missed? I missed half the con. You did. You did. Yeah, well, whatever. Guess what I got, though, when I got there. Yeah, I know. So, well, let me start. So, I found the elusive R2-D2 40th anniversary figure, which supposedly did not exist in the convention center. But the guy wanted $85 for it, and Dr. Bill will attest that the card was bent. That was not a mint figure, and there's no way in hell it was worth 85 bucks, and there was no way in hell I was giving him 85 bucks, even though, technically, had I purchased it, it would have already been bought and paid for because you would have lost that $100 bet we made. But we never shook. Mm-hmm. Which is why I didn't buy it. Right. So you got to the con, and you did find one, didn't you? I did. The guy wanted 70 and when he... I had to pay, for some reason, across the row, and in between him bringing it over to the girl that I had to pay with, I said, can I get it for 60 and then the girl shouted over, Can he have it for 60 The guy was just like, oh, I guess. Yeah, because he didn't want to have to put it back in the case. Because it was in a locked-up case, actually. Uh, smart. And in between, you know, just how freaking busy it is, just him taking it from his stand and going across the aisle, handing it to the other girl, was such a hassle. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the time to haggle, I guess. Good and I j- could see it, so I was like, can I get him for 60 That's why you're the man who brings the money. You are frugal. He was okay, and this one is mint in package. Yes, it was. Good job. Good nice. job. Yeah, good for you. I'm glad funny you thing got it, is, Jay Money. I'm glad one Thanks. of us got it. The funny thing was is that he had the non-40th anniversary in the Black Series box. Which is the one 80. you would originally have bought. Yeah, for 80 Yeah, you're not going to buy that for 80 No, I, and, he, and he said that to me, and I go, well, I'm going to open them anyway, so I just want whatever's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he was just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> There was like people asking a million questions. How much is this? How much is this? How much is this? Yeah, that's the time to catch them when they're overwhelmed like that. <laughs> that's the time to haggle. Yep. All right. So Derek, about this time, I gave up on the R two D two hunt because I was no way I was paying eighty five bucks, and then yep. uh, we got sucked into some back issues, didn't we? We did. What did we find? We found a we found a cool table that had. I mean, because at Comic Cons years ago, you'd be able to get cool back issues for 50 cents a piece for for a dollar even depending on what show you went to it's not like that in your comic con ladies and gentlemen not in the year 2017 so i knew going in i actually did find a box of 50 cent books but they were garbage they were what you would garbage. expect 50 cent books to look like <laughs> yeah. yeah so i found you know I, there was a few tables that had dollar books and that's what i was looking for but you know seeing if there was like a bulk deal and the boxes that we found were a dollar, and you can if you get twenty five of them, it would be twenty bucks for twenty five. I'm like, okay, that's a good deal. It's less than a dollar a book. So I'm like, hey Tom, come over here. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'm so close. I almost have them sucked in. I was purposely walking by comic book long boxes vendors because he knew he knew to... once he got me to look through the long boxes that would yeah. be it. <laughs> yeah. So I like I would you know while we walk by table, I look at a couple issues just to see his reaction, and then we move along. Even if I had no interest in buying that book, and then I finally found a table that I wanted to look at, and I was like, "Oh, Tom, look at this book!" I, I oh, oh, look, new new mutants, Tom. <laughs> That's all I had to hear. I found five of the ten issues I was missing in that long box. We even had Doctor Bill looking for back issues. Yeah, we did, and we got Making him to buy the new Spider Man and Star Wars. <laughs> we back had him issues. buy Darth Vader books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So we got we got Dr. Bill collecting now, don't we? Yeah, so I found half of what I needed to complete my run. I will say I was unable to complete my run of New Mutants, but I'm halfway to completing it. I was able to find quite a few books, and I got them at a great price, and they were in pretty decent shape. Not mint, but I would say very good, very fine condition. So I was happy with that. So and we, they were bagged and boarded, too. So, yeah, so we took advantage of that. Yep. Oh, you got to tell the Dr. Bill story, Tom. Which Dr. Bill story? And Artist Sally with Ed McGinnis. Oh, my God. I can't believe I that's one, the, that's one of the best stories of the whole weekend. It really is. All right, so so when we were still in Artist Sally, before we got sucked into back issue hunting, we're walking by. This was right when we were about to leave Artist Sally, and I had said to Derek, I'm not spending more than five bucks on a comic book. I'm just going to get the deals in the back issue bins, and that's it. Because I, yeah. I, I had a limited budget. So then we're walking we by... Did. Then we're walking by Ed McGinnis's table, and I happen to be a huge Ed McGinnis fan. For those of you who don't know, he's an artist. Awesome artist. Great artist. Well, Ed was selling the variant covers for Spider-Gwen number 25 that he did. And there's three variant covers. And the one I wanted was cover C. Well, they're, they're no dopes. They knew everyone would want cover C. So they made the deal that the only way to get cover C was if you bought cover A and cover B, and then you could buy cover C. So I looked at Derek. I said, damn it, I really want those books. And Derek pointed out to me, well, look, you buy the three, you sell the two you don't really care about on eBay, you probably make your 60 bucks back. I said, that's a good idea. I said, I'm buying it. So 60 bucks, put it down. When the book comes out, Ed's going to sign them. And he's going to ship them right to my house. And then, as a bonus, he had a nice mini poster pinup replica of the cover, which he gave us and signed for us, and that was thrown in as well. So that was pretty cool, right, Derek? Right, Tom. Was that the coolest thing that happened at that table? Not at all. So why don't you tell Not Nation the coolest part of our Ed McGinnis visit? So there was a... Uh, salesman, if you will, like his hype man, I guess you would call him, who was basically pitching for him because, you know, Ed's kind of a reserved guy. He's not or he's not going to be like, hey, come buy this book. So he had this guy named Dutch who was doing that for him. And we were talking to him and he was selling, trying to sell us the comics and the lithographs. And after we had decided to get some from him, I give him one of our cars for business and he, I go, hey, well, check it out. You know, we have a podcast, and I know a nerd podcast. You know, check it out. It's an awesome show. And I give him the card, and he looks at the card, and he's like, oh, my God, I listen to you guys. I'm from, you know, Upton, Mass. Massachusetts. Upton, you know, Mass. Upton, yeah. Mass, you know. And, yeah, local local boys, like you guys. And I'm like, He's oh, like, really? you guys are from I mean, Western Mass. And I'm like, how the fuck does he know this? So Yeah, and I'm like, looking at Tom, like, come on, this guy. Doesn't this guy's pulling our like, line. No. Yeah. He's like, no, I listen to you guys, yeah. And. And I, he's like, oh my god! And I, and I go, yeah. And I didn't even before I even introduce me and Tom because he he might not know who we are just by listening to it for a few minutes. But I go, I don't even know why I did that. And I go, oh well, this is Doctor Bill right here. And the, he got his fucking eyes lit up like a volcano. He was like, oh my god, Doctor Bill! He like and lunged he like forward. <laughs> Yeah, he shook Dr. Bell's hands, and and, it, and, me, and me and Tom were looking at each other like, what the fuck? Honestly, and, you would have thought the guy just met Elvis. It was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I go, well, I'm D-Rock, and this is Tom. He could have cared less about us. He yeah. was He was so fucking excited <laughs> to meet Dr. Bill, a character that we just refer to on the show, <laughs> who's never actually guest-hosted and has only been on in the background. 
Dr. Bill is a fucking podcasting legend, apparently. And this guy was more excited about meeting him than Senior Bo or D-Rock. But, uh, you know, the, the cool thing is that you never know who listens to you. Because who would have yeah. thought Ed McGinnis's hype man would be a fan of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. So shout and out. Dr. Bill's Bananas. Shout out to you, Dutch. You're listening, and we're happy to have you. Thank you very much. We'd love a five-star review on on Podknife, just saying. But we appreciate you, and it was a pleasure to meet you, and I can't wait to get those books signed by Ed. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got their favorite you know, characters or you know, actors on a show, Tom. I'm sure not that many people actors. have you as their favorite. but Actors? Yeah. You're an actor? No, I'm saying in general, like, you know, people have their favorite shows or favorite movies. Their favorite co-hosts. You know, they have their... yeah. And I'm sure no one has picked you as their favorite, but you know, people like Carly, people like Dr. Bill, Farmer people Mike. like Cowboy Rich. Some people might even like Fa- Farmer Mike. I don't think so, but people. He's my favorite. Here's the deal. I'm going to level with you right now, Derek. I'm not here to be anyone's favorite. I'm here to keep the machine running. I'm here to keep the stories moving forward. I'm here. The hype, the hype train going. I'm just here to straighten it out when it needs to be straightened out. I'm here to pull the information out of you when you don't want to give it. I'm here to make it entertaining for people. That's it. I know the real stars of this show are you and Jay Money, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Well, I can't be a star. I only have my own fucking theme music. As long as they fucking download it and listen. I, they, you know what? They don't even have to listen. As long as they download it, that's all I care about. I'm not looking for Yeah, Rich, is, Rich, is, Rich doesn't even listen. I know. Thanks, Rich. Or Thanks. download. Thanks, Cowboy. <laughs> cowboy. Carly downloads, at least. Yep. She might not have time to listen to every episode, but she downloads every week. So, yeah, good on you, Dr. Bill. You got a fan in Dutch, and that's pretty funny. <laughs> at least someone likes you, Dr. Bill. Yeah, that's right. Even Jay Money doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our story. So, yeah, so then we went back issue hunting. We did very well with that. And after that, we had a lot of books, didn't we, Derek? Hey, shut the, shut the lights off on us. <laughs> well, no, no, no. We that, that you're getting no. That's not what happened. We got we had so many books. We're like we're not lugging these around the rest of the show because there was still a good four hours left. Yeah, well, Derek's just trying to move it around. He's yeah, even twenty five books in your in your fucking backpack. You're like, oh my god, my back is fucking tired. I'm going to move the story along. I don't need Derek to do it, Money. Okay. All right? Because what we do next is important to the story, so it needs to it be is. touched upon. Touched. So just sit there and mute yourself like you did before. Touch hole. Be a good boy and mute yourself. All right, so we said we're going to run back to the hotel and drop off what we've managed to find. And on the way there, oh, we're getting a little hungry. So what do we do, Derek? Stop at the Gotham Market. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, my God. That place is legendary. I want to go back there right now. My God. I'm still thinking about it. That food is so good. Oh, my God. So we went to Gotham Market, and surprisingly enough, because it was that certain time of day, that place was fucking empty. That is never that yeah. way. It's usually packed. Yeah, it was like right across the street from the Javits Center, pretty much. Yep. Packed, usually. Packed. But we got right in. When you guys ordered your food, I ordered mine, and I took a chance on a Mexican, what was it called? I don't know. Spicy Mexican chili, spicy Mexican, Mexican spicy chocolate, chocolate shake. I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. I'll, I'm in New York. <laughs> I don't get out much. I'll live a little. So I ordered that. I got to tell you, D, that was fucking delicious. They put yeah, chili powder in the chocolate shake. That, sh- <laughs> that shit was awesome. 
Now I'm thinking that's how I want it every time I get a chocolate. Hey, you got any chili powder back there? You can toss a little in my chocolate shake. <laughs> Throw a little sriracha in there at least. Yeah, you know, squirt a little hot Frank's Red Hot or something. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So so that was enjoyable. We, we had a good time there. It was cool hanging out with Dr. Bill, too. I got to tell you, because, you know, Dr. Bill's always, to me, he's always, you know, Dutch is number one on the show. But he's also Jay Money's sidekick. That's what I always thought of him as, but. It was nice to actually hang with Dr. Bill and get to know him more. And I like Dr. Make him Bill. buy comic books with us. That's right. <laughs> kind of take him under our wing, give yeah. him something else to collect. <laughs> so Sometimes that was cool. the rules of the road. That's right. So that was cool. All right. We dropped off our shit finally at the hotel. Changed our socks and shirt and everything. Oh, again. my God. We were gross. I went through more fucking laundry in 72 hours than I ever had in my whole it's life. ridiculous. We were, it wasn't even that hot outside. No, it was but, a little muggy and inside was a little uncomfortable, but, but you not, could not feel, the reason. You could feel the con crud on you after only a few yeah, hours. it was gross. So we had, to, we had to change our... I had to change my shirt at least. Carly made me take a shower before I even touched the handle of the door of the house tonight. <laughs> That's smart thinking, Carly. Yeah, I can't have that in my house. No, you don't want that con crud or New York crud in your house. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, Money, so where were you at this point? I was at the Still con. Still in bed. <laughs> right, but what were you doing at the con? Walking around. Anything interesting worth noting happened to you? No, I bought that R2-D2. And that was it? Yeah. All right, Derek. I had nothing else. <laughs> so what did we do after that? So after we ate, we went back to the show. And that's when you got your back issue for Larry Hama, and we went back. You know, that took fucking four hours. Oh, my Went back, God. got assigned by Larry Hama, and then went back again through the con, which took fucking forever. Then we finally time. found Mark Reagans, and there was a quick glimpse of Cowboy Rich. Like, I saw him for about ten seconds. Cowboy. Yeah. Because, as I, I said... I he, think you found me at this point, or yes, I found you. Yeah, you connected with us, so it was the four of us. And then, like I said, there was a quick Cowboy Rich sighting. And then he was gone again. And then we ran yep. into Mark, and I said to Mark, where's Keith Gleason? Where's Matt Herring? Where are all these people that I wanted to see, our friends that were there vending? Because that place was massive, man. I didn't realize how big it was. And so he pointed me in that direction, and I finally ran into Keith Gleason, got to say hi to him, got to say hi to Hector, another artist friend of mine. And then we saw Matt Herring of the Secret Identity Podcast. What's the other podcast he does, Derek? Power Chords Podcast. Yeah, so shout out to Matt and the Power Chords Podcast. And then he said to us, what do you say to us, Derek? Oh, yeah, I just got my Bruce Campbell book signed. I'm like, what? You did what? You saw who? Bruce Campbell, ladies and gentlemen, the king himself, Ash from Evil Dead. I am. Was at New York Comic Con. I didn't even know he was supposed to be there on Friday. Neither did I. Sweet musical Jesus. He showed up at the booth where they were selling his book. And he was signing. And so we beelined over to that booth. And no one knew he was there yet. So nope. we were one of the first people in line. Well, we, maybe if the app worked and you could find a program. All right. Enough complaining. Yeah. And the name of that book would be Hail to the Chins, Further Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. That's right. And that's the sequel to If Chins Could Kill, his first book. Yes. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. so Obviously, I was excited to see him, and I bought his book, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to get Bruce to sign the book. I'm going to take a quick selfie with him. It's going to be an awesome experience. Right, Derek? Right, Tom. <laughs> so you were in line in front of me, so tell me your yes. experience first. Go ahead. 
Oh yeah, it was really crazy because I think it was the the signing was just starting when we walked over there, which didn't make any sense, but whatever. It was a fucking mess. They <laughs> so were very disorganized. We, oh yeah, yeah. So they're like, "Oh, you got to buy the book first. Like, okay, that's all right. Nice. Enough we'll with the, the complaining. We 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 jump over. <laughs> <laughs> we jump over get the get the book, and then they give you a wristband to get in line. And like, okay, cool. So we grab the wristband, go over here, kind of where he is. And these people are like, now the line forms here. And they, they had no idea where they were pointing us. Right. And me and Tom just kind of like fucking jumped to the front of the line. I think there was literally like 50 people in front of us. I don't even know. So then they're like, okay, yeah, you're ready. Here you go. Open your book up. And I go, yep. You know what <laughs> it felt, for- Derek, you know what it felt like? Do you remember that scene in A Christmas Story? Where they're rushing the kids to sit on Santa's lap. And they're like, come yeah. on, kid. Go, go, go. And they sit yeah. them real quick and then push them down the slide. <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like. It felt like it was exactly. a f- fucking conveyor belt. Just go, go, go. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Rush, rush, rush. That was kind of how the whole show was, though. Like, you had to go and jump over to this table before you got trampled on by this crowd of people right on your tail. Like, that's how the whole thing was. <laughs> but and, anyway. So you so, went over. We we ju- I, I jump in there, get it signed. Hey sir, how you doing? Nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, thanks. And he and he signed it, and he kind of slid the book across the table to me quick, and I kind of caught it quick. And he's like, there you go, nice and fast. Right? Go, yep. Thanks. Thanks so much. Nice to meet you, sir. And I I stepped away. Right. Tom was behind me. So I walk up to the table, and I'm like, hey King, how you doing? He's like, groovy. And I'm like, awesome. And he takes the book, and I said. Do you mind? And I had my phone out, and I was turning it to do a selfie. I'm like, you mind if we take a quick selfie together? And he goes, no, nope, we're not doing that today. And he flung my book across the table. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Dropping a bomb like that on somebody is downright rude. I'm like, you could have handled that a little differently. And so I was pissed, right? Because I'm like, what the hell was that shit? I just paid 30 bucks for that book. Well, it turns out I didn't read the rules, the guidelines of signing. One of the guidelines said he's not taking pictures with anyone. Which, by the way, fuck you guys. That's bullshit. It takes all of five seconds to take a fucking camera selfie, okay? If I'm spending $30 on a book, the least you can do is give me 10 seconds of the guy's time. Five seconds for him to sign the book, five seconds for me to take a fucking selfie picture. But whatever. Either way, I was a little put off by the way he handled it, and I get it. He probably thought, ah, this asshole is trying to break the rules. I honestly didn't know that I wasn't supposed to try to take a picture. So do you know why gotta he do didn't want to take Tom. pictures? I'm sorry, Carly? Do you know why he didn't want to take pictures? I don't like, think... Do they it, just say, like, just no pictures? Yeah, well, usually no, with don't. that stuff is they, they charge for that for extra uh, pictures so it could have been 20 bucks for a picture with them if you buy the book you get a free autograph but no pictures the, like the convention will usually, book. like are yeah. they really that money hungry like, it didn't yeah but derek that wasn't even an option there was no option no to, i know i, I know it wasn't, yeah but maybe he was gonna be a doing picture. a photo op later on because okay. that that type dude could get 20 bucks per photo oh easily yeah and i would pay that for a selfie with him that would have been mm-hmm. awesome yeah. but either way it doesn't matter it was the way he handled it was kind of fucked up just wanted to say I'm sorry. And I was a little put off because, you know, I love the guy. I'm a big fan. And it's not yeah. like it's the first time I've ever met him. I mean, shit, you guys know I was on the Spider-Man Yeah, he was a set. supporting actor in your starring role in the first Spider-Man movie. Right. He was on the Spider-Man set with me. I, I talked to him actually quite a bit when we were on set. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't hear about this enough, J-Money, right? <sighs> you guys are douches. You know what? If you were in the Spider-Man <laughs> movie, you would talk about it every now and again. Fuck you. 
every now and again. I can count on one <laughs> hand the number of times I've mentioned it on this show. Today? I count on both my hands and both my toes. Whatever. Haters are going to hate. Hate on haters. You're not in Spider-Man. That's all I'm saying. All right, so <laughs> Whatever. Obviously, he doesn't remember me from Spider-Man. That's not my point. My point is... He, I was he, I was on IGN's wrestling thing the other night, though. Yes, you were. Congratulations. And I'm not going to take that away from you and be a douche about it. So, he could have been nicer about it. Either way, I was disappointed. So, I walk away and I tell Derek what happened. Because Derek was oblivious to this whole situation. He did not realize what was going on behind him. So, what would you say to me, Derek? I was like... What are you talking about? I, I took a picture already. What, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah, when you when you were getting it signed by Bruce, I took a selfie, <laughs> you know, holding up with with me me and you two in the background. So let me see this picture immediately. So, folks, we're going to post this on the Not Another Nerdy Facebook page for you all to see. Derek took a selfie, and his big smiling face is in the corner. And in the background, you see a disgusted look on Bruce Campbell's face as I'm holding out my phone trying to take my own picture. It's fucking brilliant. It's absolutely my favorite thing. Meeting Larry Hamill was my favorite thing. This moment and this selfie photo that Derek took is now my favorite thing that has happened to me so far this weekend. Thank you, my delicious cookie. It's fucking brilliant. well, could have made it even better if I had took a fucking video and saw the video of him, of him flinging the book. <laughs> Unreal. So that's my Bruce Campbell story. So that happened. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Tom, that was the first time I ever met Bruce Campbell before. Yeah. I yeah. was so excited. Well, at least he was cool. It, was, it, it went so fast. I was like, like just they were saying, I would just, I didn't even get a second to, to take it in. No, you were like, rushed. So fucking awesome. I've never met him. I've always wanted to. There's been a bunch of opportunities when he was signing here or there at the work or it was too far away. I was so happy. Did he sign it personalized or just as no, no. wicked wicked quick? Scribble. That was one of the guidelines. No personalization. It was really uh, money. It was really kind of a, a bummer. Like the way they were handling it. I mean, you know j- why, dude? I think it was because he's probably only going to be there for like a half hour in right. this fucking booth. And okay, we got to sell and sign as many books as possible. Right. I get it. That's all it was. Yeah. So that's it. why it was no photos, no personalizations, no chit chat. But I, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, it was, it was horse shit. I love you, Bruce, but that was horseshit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just saying. I wish you would make a book of how you, you know your memoirs of filming the first Spider-Man movie, and then we could recreate that fucking scene. Shut the fuck up. Can I just say, I'm looking at this picture of what you guys are talking about right now, and the smile on Derek's face is bigger <laughs> than any smile he's ever taken with me. Doesn't he look ever. like, he looks like that fucking emoji smile, right? He, I mean, he's, he's so... Like, he's like in shock smile. Like, he's just, he's, he's so, so excited. I was, know I was so happy himself. to be He's Campbell. like in bliss. He's blissful, that kid. And he has no idea that I'm being crushed. My soul is being crushed by the man who's supposed to defend us from soul crushers, from the evil dead. It, He's crushing my soul in the background. We are coming for you! Jesus! I'm sorry I had to go through that, Tom. At least Derek's happy. Right. At least Derek got what he wanted to do out of the experience. (laughs) I know. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? Uh. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Bruce, it it does sound crazy. And it was crazy, and you, you were a jerk to me, but I forgive you because you're the king, and I love you. I am. Hail to the king, baby. That's right. You're still groovy to me. Groovy. I won't delete you. Delete! 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 All right, so then what happened? 
Refresh my memory. After that, we I think that's when we kind of bumped into pretty much everyone else again, Jay Money and Dr. Bill. No, Jay, they were with us. Then, then you guys had to leave. We had to leave? Oh, that's right. So this is when we met up. We had to go catch up with Dinner and a Podcast. Our boys, Steve and Joe, from Dinner and a Podcast invited us since we were in town. And they are that was New- before they shut the lights off on us, Tom. Right. They are New Yorkers, so they had invited us to go to Steve's place of business, which we're not going to call out on the podcast, but where he works, where he had his little podcast studio set up, and we were going to be guests on their show, which, by the way, that'll be my recommendation, but I'll mention it now. Episode 51 of Dinner in a Podcast, which drops this week, will have Mr. Derek Metris, Mr. Marky Mark Markellis Reagans, and myself as guests. So we did. We went and recorded with them. That's right. And I was a little surprised that Derek was going to come because it was my understanding, Money, he was going to go with you on that booze cruise, the infamous cosplay booze cruise that you've been so excited to go on all these months. What happened? No, he didn't. What happened with that? I don't know, Derek. Uh, didn't I, I didn't feel go. like going. Right. But what happened? Yeah. How was it? How was it, Money? I didn't go. What do you mean you didn't go? <laughs> I just didn't feel like going. Really? Yeah. Why? What if it sucked? I was stuck on the boat for three hours. It's not uh, like I could leave. Children, listen to your father. This, isn't this what I said to you all those months ago when you bought those tickets? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, you ended up spending 60 bucks on those tickets? And what, did they refund them to no, you? No. They refunded them? They're 20. Right, but you bought three of them, right? Because you bought them for your two number ones, Dr. Bill and oh. Derek. Well, they paid me for them. Oh. Oh. So, Derek, you, you actually pissed away 20 bucks on that? Yeah. Mm. Well, the good news is I think you had more fun recording the podcast with Dinner in the Podcast, didn't you? I did. That was really cool. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. So thanks to right. Steve and Joe for having us, and they treated us to some true New York-style pizza from Grimaldi's, I think the place was called. It was awesome. And you want to hear all about our adventures with them? Check out Dinner in a Podcast, episode 51. And you'll get to hear our stories that we shared with them on there. I think I told the Bruce Campbell story on there with them, too. <laughs> that was really, because you know why? I was partially traumatized at that point after that incident. <laughs> All right, so, Money, what did you end up doing since you didn't go on the booze cruise Friday night? Uh, me and Dr. Bill went out to eat. And where was Cowboy Rich? He was still back at the room. Hmm. So what happened? We went out to eat to this really cool bar called uh, Lily's. Oh, cool. Tell us about that. So we hung out there for a while, and we uh, met a new uh, friend of the podcast. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's she was it? our waitress, and we talked to her for a lot, and I ended up What's giving her? her a bunch of... Okay, hold on. Slow down. Give me the girl's name. Tina. Tina. Shout out to Tina. And I gave her a couple of our cards for business, and she followed us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Awesome. Thank you, Tina. I w- Appreciate that. And if you like to follow her on Instagram, her Instagram is at Giggle Piggy. Giggle Piggy? Yes. Okay. So she's a new friend of the podcast, and I'm just going to shout her out. And her restaurant was amazing. In fact, it was so good that we actually, after we ate, we just stayed there and waited for you guys to come. Yes, you did. So we finished up recording. We. <laughs> One thing about dinner and a podcast, those boys, 
They actually, we record some long shows. They record some long ass shows. I mean, their average show is two and a half hours. So we were like, oh God, I hope we don't record for two and a half hours. Uh, oh, maybe we'll get in and out of there in an hour and a half. So we recorded for almost two hours though, didn't we, Derek? We did. And we got out of there a little after 11 o'clock. And then we, yes. And then we spent how long trying to catch a fucking Uber to meet money and the others? Almost an hour. Yeah. Uber. That was crazy. Uber, you have failed us. Oh, it wasn't that. It was just our cell phones just worked for shit in the city. Oof, man. Could Real not, rough. Could not ping a good GPS. That was just, it was a mess. It took way longer than it should have, but we finally connected with you guys at Lily's, and I just wanted a fucking beer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So I, I met Tina. She was very cool. And I said, Tina, can you recommend a beer to me? Because every beer I wanted, they were out of. <laughs> <laughs> when does that ever happen? Never. You Never. go to a bar, uh, can I get a Pabst Blue Ribbon? Now we're sold out. We're sold like, out. What? Especially on a Friday night. But anyway, not, yeah. not to knock Lily's. It was a great place. But yeah, mm-hmm. keep keep plenty of beer in stock for future reference. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's my, for the weekend. It's my suggestion for you. So we ended up getting. I ended up getting uh, something called a, a Kragi. Not sure what that is, but I'm like, well, maybe the Kragi will make me groggy. Give it to me. It was like six point something percent alcohol. I'm like, I'll try that. So I tried. It was the more cro- than that. Yeah, it was. Pretty- <laughs> so it I was tried twelve like percent. I tried the Kragi, and it was okay, but it wasn't what I was looking for. So then I went for the Alabash White, which you and I had, Derek, when we went to see Real Big Fish. That's what we were drinking at that show. Yeah, those are really good. I like. I'm that. like, oh, that's a lighter beer. It's a Belgian White, but I'll. You know, I know I like that one, so I'll I'll stick with the safe choice and I'll get that. I had that after I had my uh, Moscow Mule. You had a Moscow Mule, just like they have on Better Call Saul. I love it. How was that? It was excellent. Cool. What what is that, Jay? Yeah, what's in it? Uh, now you're gonna make me look it up. No, that's okay. No, I'd, I've never I never heard of that. That's why it's, I'll look it up. It's served in a tin cup, right? Yep. Really? Yeah, I guess that's part of the. The way it's... Oh, I didn't see it. That was before we got there. So. Yeah. He put a picture of it up on, I think, Instagram. and Yeah. Just like every other th- thing of uh, food we had all weekend. <laughs> Not another nerdy uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's right. <laughs> yeah, money. They did, One thing Dinner and a Podcast did, which was pretty funny, <laughs> they offered a, a gift for you, actually. Even oh, though, yeah? Yeah, even though you weren't there with us. They said, uh, make sure you give this to money for us. And so it was a pizza box, and... I'm like, oh, cool. They bought a separate pizza for us to bring the money. And I opened it up, and there was a uh, severed horse's head in it. Well, that was nice of them. Yeah. That was a little <laughs> dis- little disturbing. I put that up on the Not Another Nerdy page, too, if anyone wants to check it out. But that was their peace offering to you. Okay, so the Moscow Mule. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 1.5 <laughs> ounces of vodka, 4 mm-hmm. ounces of ginger beer, mm-hmm. and fresh lime. There serve in a copper mug. Do they serve it hot or anything, or is it just... No, it's cold. Okay. It has ice. Yeah. So, but the copper so. mug—that's the important part. Yeah, it has to be served in a copper mug. Does it s- explain why? No. <laughs> okay. I just looked up the recipe because you asked me what was in it. All right. I didn't know if there was some reason behind the copper mug. Some. Well, I can look that up too, but now you have to edit a lot. <laughs> no, nah, that's fine. I'll leave it all in. Go ahead. We'll wait. <laughs> so yeah. So then the the third beer I ordered because I said you know Al Gash White is fine, but. I'm feeling like I need something else. And I said, 
What's this porter here? It's called the Sweet Baby Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Porter. So I'll try that porter. So finally, I get the porter in a real beer glass. I was very excited for that. And I got to tell you, that thing was delicious. Chocolate nodes, a little bit of coffee, hint of a coffee flavoring to it. That was a really good, it was almost like a dessert. But after I drank that, I was officially done. I'm like, okay, I got to leave this place. <laughs> no more. Did you find out that information about the copper mug yet? Uh, apparently when the guy who invented the Moscow Mule went around the country, uh, he just asked the bartenders to pose with a specialty copper mug and a bottle of Smirnoff vodka. And it just, that was the way it remains to this day. So it caught on and that's how they serve it. What happened was, I guess the guy had an extra supply of Smirnoff vodka he wanted to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So he created this cocktail, and he just was like, you're going to put it in a copper mug. That's the way to sell it, and I want to take Polaroids of all the bartenders holding the copper mug. So they all had a uniform mug, Okay, and that's and that's just what happened. It just caught on, and now that's the way you do it. Awesome. All right. That's Jay Money's fact of the day. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jay Money. <laughs> So from there, I had to go. I'm like, well, I still have this bag, all my podcasting equipment from having just recorded with dinner and a podcast I had in a bag. And I'm like, I don't want to lug this around with me. We're not that far from the hotel. So I'm going to head back to the hotel to drop this shit off. And then I'll come back and meet you guys at the next bar we're going to go to. So that's what I did. I headed back. And then what happened with you guys? Yeah, we were going to go to this other bar that we had saw online or Yelp or something. And it was like right around the corner. And we started walking, and then we just we just weren't feeling or something, Jay. Right? It was packed. Remember? Yeah, place we, with yeah, the we, pig we, outside. Yeah, so we we go there, and there's like a million people inside, and it was half the size of this other one that we were just at. And I don't know. I, after that, I was just fucking done. I mean, this is what time was it, Tom? Like two o'clock or was, something? This by was like two thirty. Yeah, by that point. Yeah, it, it was, was it was fucking late. Yeah, it was two thirty. The bars were only open for another hour anyway. At that point, I mean, they're hour still and open. A half. Yeah, but I was, just, I was just like, I was just start walking back because we, you know, still had a few minutes to walk back to the hotel anyway. So, so that's good. what we did. So it was, I guess, Thursday night was a little bit more eventful for you. I mean, for you guys, I was sleeping, but then then Friday, even though Friday was our last night to you know rage in the in the city, but not really much raging went on. No, <laughs> our age was showing. Let's face it, yeah. we're not as young as we once were. Yeah. Hey, but I had it all figured out. What? I, I had it all figured out. We dropped like 250 bucks at that Lily's. Jeez. Between all oh, the you guys had dinner. You guys had dinner there. I forgot. Yeah, we had dinner. We had apps and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Well, they were so loving between, you. Between the two, I mean, we dropped some coin there. Yeah. Yeah. As we, they say. I'm just glad that no one, no one that went with our group killed each other or wanted to fight or anything. I think I thought we all kept each other's cool, especially with the limited sleep that we all had. Oh yeah, it was good. So yeah. So you guys headed back to the hotel. Derek was good enough to message me and say, don't come back out. We're heading back to you. And I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah, I said, see, I'm a good friend. You are a good friend. So I Thank said, you. fuck this. Then I'm going to get ready for bed. <laughs> Cause you were snoring by the time we got yeah, back. I was, <laughs> I was. See, I think the exhaustion of the day before, because I had gotten into the city late Thursday night, and I was so pumped that I stayed up probably later than I should have. I didn't get much sleep because then I got up early with you guys to go have breakfast and 
get to the con. I didn't want to be like Jay Money and sleep till two in the afternoon and miss half the day. So it finally all took its toll on me, and I crashed hard. Yeah, you guys came in. I was out. <laughs> I think that coffee beer did you in. That last beer, the Sweet Baby Jesus beer, definitely put me in a place. And yeah, that was a full was, pint. That wasn't like a ten ounce beer. <laughs> yeah, and I chugged. It was that. late too. Yeah, I chugged yeah. it. So we all crashed, mm-hmm. and then we woke up Saturday morning. And what happened? Doctor Bill's fucking alarm went off at seven thirty in the fucking morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Not only that, but his watch goes off every hour. Ding, 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 ding. Oh my God. God. What's up with that, Dr. Bill? Fuck. And then his phone alarm going off, and then his sister's texting him at like 630 ah. in the morning. Good old Barb. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Why doesn't he shut Damn his it. phone off? Well, first of all, the phone wasn't even in his room. <laughs> <laughs> the so, phone was in he's the so, other room. He's so thoughtful, that Dr. Bill. Uh, well, he probably doesn't know how to put his phone on, his phone on mute. I'm on mute. That'd be my guess. All right, so Derek, you got woken up abruptly and early. Yep, once again. Yeah, <laughs> total combined sleep of nine and a half hours, last three nights. And then you couldn't fall back to sleep. Nope. So then we we didn't have to check out till twelve or one o'clock. We got a later checkout, which was cool because I knew Tom would sleep till like twelve forty-five. <laughs> um, and so we decided to go to the, the Lego store, uh, Rockefeller Center, which I didn't even want to fucking go. But Rich wanted to go. He wanted to look for Legos. He hadn't bought enough Legos at that point? Didn't he buy no. like five or six sets of the Boba Fett Brickheads exclusive? At he, least. He did, yeah. At and, least. And then turned around and made flipped quite... Flipped Yeah, he flipped them and got quite a penny on eBay, didn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's he's, but, enter- uh, what, well, he's entering the, the wag Je- he's that. entering wag Jeff territory that rich yeah <laughs> the best part of that Lego trip was when we walked into the the Lego store they had the swivel swivel doors when you walk in like in the opening scene of Perfect Strangers TV yeah, sure. show yeah of course and and I went in first I was in the, t- the, in turn, the lead of our the turning yep. glass doors yeah I was in the front of our group and I walked in first. And all of a sudden, the thing almost gets, like, stuck. And I look behind me, and Rich fucking bumps into me. He's in the fucking thing with me, in that same thing. Cowboy. Like, dude, it's meant one per person, unless you're with, like, a small child. <laughs> it was so fucking, I was so mad and, like, embarrassed at the same time. What the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> all these tourists are looking at you? <laughs> yeah, and we're not the, we're, I mean, we are tourists, but not really, like. Right. Oh, my God. Just, he just wanted to be so close mad. to his BFF. Leave him alone. I just wanted to take Bill's fucking cell phone alarm and chuck it at Rich's head at that point, but I didn't. <laughs> they were both there. I could have. All right. So what happened at the Lego store? Anything worth mentioning? No. I went in. I, I think I just kept going around the swivel door until I went back outside again. I don't remember. Damn. All right. I mean, it was probably as packed as Comic-Con in that store. Jesus. It was. Oh, yeah, that's why I went outside. It was the same. Exactly yep. the same. Huh. It's like people have never seen Legos before. Right. Well, while you guys were doing that, Money and I were still back at the hotel. I was sleeping. I finally rolled out of bed around 11 a.m. and said, all right, I'm going to take a shower, strategically pack all my shit, because, again, I had to take the train home. I couldn't bring all that shit with me on the train. We had to take your dirty clothes home. You did. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Well, I had to leave the dirty clothes out of my luggage, so I had room for all my comics and and goodies that I bought. 
We should have told Rich he uses a pillow when he was snoring in the back seat. <laughs> Still would have smelled better was, than him. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> so all right, so we all got ready and yeah. we we did it, Derek. We we survived New York Comic Con 2017 and we managed to check out on time. We did. No, 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 nothing bad happened with the the uh, bill or the money or anything. No yeah. one lost any money. Everybody got paid what they were owed. Yep, no one really spent more than what they should have. Didn't or, go over budget. You know, went out overboard, yep, no. Yep. Very well done, all parts and by all peoples. Very happy with the way it Traffic was fine, go, getting back home. Yeah, so you guys left right from the hotel right after checkout, and uh, my train wasn't leaving until 4.30 in the afternoon. Man, this is some bullshit! So this was 1 o'clock that you guys had. Oh, wow. Out. Yeah. And you I had a whole fucking day in the city by yourself. I had three and a half hours left to kill uh, by myself. So I thought to myself, you know, what can I do for three and a half hours? What do you think I should do? Go to the pony bar. <laughs> no? Oh. And I said to myself, you know what? The Pope, the Pope was coming Perfect. into town on Saturday specifically to interview people for us at New York Comic Con. I almost forgot about this. I said, shit, I'm going to run down to the show and make sure the Pope got there okay. So I did. I headed back towards the con. I'm like, shit, I got three and a half hours. Might as well, right? So I'm walking down 10th Avenue, and I'm walking by Heaven and Hell. Yes, that's the name of the restaurant, folks, Heaven and Hell. And I look over, and through the glass, sitting in the corner booth, is a big bearded man. And I recognized him instantly. It was Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead. Oh, that rules. And who was he sitting next to? But Mr. Arthur Adams, Art Adams, artist extraordinaire, who Derek yes. previously met the day before and got his book signed by. And they were having lunch there with a young lady and a small girl. So I was psyched, and I really wanted to go in, but... I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to interrupt him while he's having lunch with his friends. It's just, I don't want to be crazy stalker person. So I stood outside the glass, and I took a little Facebook video, and I posted it on the Not Another Nerdy page, and you can very clearly see over my shoulder in the restaurant, Robert Kirkman sitting there trying not to notice me, because I think he knew I was out there filming. But yeah, Robert Kirkman, creator of Walking Dead, sitting right there. So awesome. So I kept walking, and I got to the con, and guess who was there, Derek? Robert Kirkman? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, his eminence. Oh. He showed up. He had his big staff with the cross on it. He had the big pontiff pointy hat. And he was in full regalia. It was awesome to see him there. Really appreciate him showing up. At one point, I wasn't sure he was going to make it, but he texted me late last night and said he was coming, and sure as shit. There he was. Carly, are you excited about this? Who? <laughs> Perfect. Jay Money, you excited about this? Jay Money, did you fall asleep? Hello? <laughs> did he go see Iceman? Wow. <laughs> we've, we've lost money. All right. Well, while we try to get money back, let me play for you folks. The Pope's little interview segment, because the Pope did show up in New York, as he promised me he would. 
and he did some interviews for us, and he talked to the people. So I'm going to play that little segment for you right now. The sound quality is not the best, so I do apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, His Eminence, the Pontiff, the Pope. Someone should have explained to the Pope that cosplay is not consent. I know, right? Goof. Whoa. He was a little, he was a little out of line there. <laughs> All right, let's, con- let's continue. Apparently, the multiple choice is not working. I will ask a more direct question. Who is your favorite superhero? Batman. Batman. The Pope is so disappointed. Why did you send me here, not another nerdy podcast? Excuse me, young evil. May I ask who your favorite superhero is? Yeah, of course, Batman. Batman. Obviously, Batman. I don't understand this obsession with this Batman. He is a broken person. Perhaps if he let God into his life, he would not be so miserable. Excuse me. Who is your favorite superhero? Oh, uh, damn, that's a good question. Can you tell me how far I get back to you later? Get back to me later. How about you just let Jesus into your life now? Jesus will give you all the answers that you need. As you can see, no one has chosen Jesus Christ as their favorite superhero. 
This is very, very sad and disheartening to the world. I apologize. Unfortunately, I have concluded these people are too forgotten and they need to repent. There is nothing more that can be done for them except I will pray and may God have mercy on their souls. This is being the Pope for not another nearly protest. I'm so glad I flew all the way here from the Vatican for this crap. Goodbye, my friends. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Pope. Uh, appreciate that. Appreciate you doing that for us. I'm sorry it didn't go the way you thought it would go. I don't know what he was expecting from Comic-Con, but... Dirty old man. <laughs> now, that's the Pope you're talking about. Watch it there. Be careful. I thought you were talking about Tom. <laughs> talking about all of you, really. <laughs> all right. So, Money, nice to have you back. Where'd you go? When? I, I was just <laughs> trying to get your attention, and you were not answering me because you obviously oh. walked away. I was listening to dinner and a podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Trying to catch up <laughs> to your big appearance. All right, well, that's great. Thanks for paying attention to your own fucking show. You're really committed. Were you excited to hear that the Pope was there? Yes. Okay. Where was the Pope again? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I bother sometimes. I really don't. I do it for Not Nation. That's why. I don't do it for you assholes. I do it for our listeners. All right. We, well. pre- we appreciate you being our friend, Tom. Yeah, okay. So, Derek, it was really cool because I, I was heading out to the train station. I had to get out of there. I left the Pope to do what he was doing. He seemed like he was having a good enough time on his own, and he was okay. So I headed out, and I see this guy walking up with a hat and sunglasses. And guess who it was? Dr. Bill? No. Dr. Bill was with you on your way home. Oh, uh, okay. Do I get a guess? Sure, Mom. Can I guess? Go ahead. The creator of Walking Dead. Thank you, Carly. You're Somebody's welcome, playing along. I appreciate what? you. Yeah, Robert Kirkman. You saw him twice? I saw him eating. Yeah. And then all good things come to those who wait. The old adage is true. Because Robert Kirkman came walking through the regular entrance like everybody else, which I was a little surprised because they had a private vendor entrance, and I would think creators would be going through there. But he came strolling up, and I went over to him. I said, hey, Kirkman, I don't want to call a lot of attention to you, but would you subtly take a picture with me? He's like, yeah, sure, man. So he did. He took a selfie with me, unlike Bruce Campbell, who is apparently not as cool as Robert Kirkman. What is that fucking whistling noise? That's Penny. Okay. I'm sorry. Meet, can you meet? I have the I have the door shut because I can hear Derek in here, and the cats don't like it when they can't reach me. Okay, you want to get up? Me. You want to get up and open the door and let Penny in so sorry, she stops I'll, interrupting the podcast. I'm trying to control the pussy here. Come here, Penny. Penny, I assume, is one of your cats. Yes, Penny is my kitty. Okay. Sorry, problem That's solved. Right. Continue. Right, thank you. So, yeah, Robert Kirkman, cooler than Bruce Campbell. Just wanted to say I'm sorry. Took a selfie, no problem. And I posted that up on the Not Another Nerdy page as well. So, yeah, I got to meet Robert Kirkman, and I gave him a card for business, Jay Money. 
That's awesome, Tom. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. <laughs> are you with us? What are you doing? Well, you keep telling me to go in the corner and mute myself, so that's what I'm doing. Right. Well, uh, so I'm writing down my recommendations. I, I, so I gave him a card for business, told him, you know, if you travel a lot, you got a chance, check out the show. He said he would, probably bullshitting, but hey, if he is listening, thank you, Robert Kirkman. You're the best. Thank you, Bruce Campbell. And I was not stalking you, for the record. So that's it. That was New York Comic Con in a nutshell. Then I went to the train and came home. You know what the best part of Comic Con was? What was the best part of Comic Con, Derek? Coming home to my lovely and beautiful girlfriend, oh Mrs. D-Rock, Carly God. Asia. Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. What? Me, too. <laughs> Are we going to get a proposal live on the podcast? <laughs> he better not propose to me on this podcast. Wouldn't Although you? we did have a discussion, which I did enjoy, Tom, on the way home from the train station, that if Derek and I do get married, you can become one of the people that can marry us, and you can do it as the Pope. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. I don't care about the actual getting married part and like the ceremony. It's the proposal to me that makes it more important to That's me. the special thing? That's what's special to me. Well, oh, Star Wars celebrations thing. coming up soon. Derek, you have to propose. I, I want to have the Pope marry you. Please let It'd be a happen. great time. Please let that happen. That has to happen. Why? Why should I invite you to, you or the Pope, to our wedding? You would invite me or Jay Money or Carly to your wedding. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> right, Money? Right, Derek. This isn't tit for tat. It's my wedding, and if I want what? the Pope to be there, I'll, he'll be there. That's right. He would. Thank you, Carly. It would be my honor to marry you and I'm not Catholic though does that make a difference no doesn't matter to me you're okay in my book you're you much, take like an online quiz and you'll be Catholic for one day you're <laughs> you're much you're much better to me than those heathens that I spoke to at the New York Comic Con it's okay. You just didn't understand that cosplay was not consent. I didn't do anything wrong. She was eyeballing my stuff. <laughs> so I said, would you like to touch my stuff? I was going to let her hold it. She, it was up to her if she wanted to stroke it or not. I wasn't going to <laughs> propose such things. But she reacted the way she did, and it was very, very troubling. Where does the Pope stay when he goes to New York? I did not stay in the New York. I flew in in the Pope Mobile. <laughs> it it has a helicopter <laughs> rotor. It's very much like not Vanguard One. It's very small and compact. And I flew in in my little bulletproof bubble. I did what I had to do for your stupid show, and then I flew off. Now I'm safely back in the Vatican, and all is well in the world. But I still must pray and hope that God will have mercy on all of their souls. Well, thank you. Thank you, Pope. (laughs) I don't know what you mean, Carly. I'm not the Pope. I mean, Pope. You know, there's an episode of The Golden Girls where Sophia meets the Pope. Really? She steals his ring. Oh, my goodness. Every time you talk like the Pope, that's just all I think about, and it makes me happy. All right. Well, Why did the Pope steal a ring? Um, no, listen to me, Derek. I said Sophia stole the Pope's oh. ring. Why would she do that? 
He's the she pilot. did it because she's Sophia Petrillo and she can do what she wants. I mean, she kind of did it on accident. I will tell you now, Derek, that <laughs> Sophia stole my ring <laughs> and she also touched my staff. I don't doubt it. She's a uh, dirty little lady. Not as dirty as that whore Blanche Devereaux. Blanche. Little slut puppy. <laughs> Well, thank you, Pope, and we appreciate all you did for us. A lot of great content for Not Another Nerdy Podcast. We appreciate that. All right, so, boys, why don't we wrap things up with recommendations? D-Rock, what do you recommend to Not Nation this week? I'll let Jay Money go first. I don't even have a recommendation. You could recommend going to New York Comic Con next year. Planning ahead for fucking Comic Con next year. That's what I recommend. Right. So you will recommend New York Comic Con 2018. Yes. And especially, you will recommend that Nate Appleby goes. Yes. And our boy Russ Curtis goes if he can convince Mrs. Palm. And the dinner and the podcast guys. Well, they'll already be there. So. Well, they weren't there Thursday, Friday. But they're in New York. Well, it'll it's easy enough to connect with them. Our I other guess. friends are across the world. They have to make a little bit of a trip first. I, they should actually borrow the Pope's Pope mobile because that thing seems to get around pretty quick. I mean, he got <laughs> from the Vatican in Rome, Italy, U.S. Uh, Rome, Italy, <laughs> Earth, Milky Way, <laughs> and to New York City and back in one day. That's pretty impressive. It's like a mask vehicle. It is. It is. Yeah. He could carpool. That's right. So maybe he could pick up Russ and Nate on the way. That'd be awesome. All right, Money, what do you recommend to Not Nation this week? Pick up uh, Baby Driver on Blu-ray. Oh, it just came out? Yep. And also uh, check out on October 14th and the 15th, Retro World Expo. It's a retro gaming convention, and I'll be there on Sunday, October 15th, with a press pass. So I'll be representing the podcast on Sunday the 15th. Awesome. Well, we'll Check f- that out. Like we'll- I said, RetroWorldExpo.com. Lots of retro games, classic consoles to play, classic consoles to buy, and I'm freaking psyched. I'll be covering it all day on Sunday for the podcast. I believe Iron Mike, Farmer Mike, will be there as well. He's going on Sunday, and he will be in the WWF No Mercy uh, for a Nintendo 64 tournament. Awesome. Well, So I'll be taking pictures like crazy. I'll probably do a live uh, stream of him when he's on the in the tournament. Well, maybe if we're lucky, he'll come on with us next week to talk about it with you. Well, it's good. it would be two weeks. Well, that's fine. In two weeks. We haven't had him. If I was in the tournament with him, I'd probably kick his ass in that thing. But we won't go into that in this episode. No, we'll save that for another episode. All right. Well, my recommendation is, as before, check out Dinner and a Podcast, one of our fellow Nerd Podcast Mafia members, Derek... Marky Mark Reagans of So Wizard and myself were guests on their show, episode 51, which drops this week. So if you guys want to hear more of our New York Comic Con adventures, check that out. Those boys are great, and I thank them again. Thanks for the invite. Thank them again for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) (laughs) You were supposed to go on the booze cruise. They didn't think you'd be going. They didn't know you were going to skip out on the booze cruise. You could have came. I'm... I'm going on mute. All right. Well, that'll do it, I guess. Once again, thanks, Carly. appreciate you coming on. You're welcome. I have a recommendation. Thanks for asking. Oh, yes. Go ahead. (laughs) Give us a recommendation. Well, my recommendation actually goes for myself, too. I want to start listening to the podcast that you are doing with Nate about the movies. Smash to Peace Theater? Yes. 
And um, uh, what? <laughs> I love a free plug. Go ahead. Tell them all about it. Is that it. thing still going on? I thought it got canceled. No, we just did Jurassic Park this past week. That's why. So I love the Avengers movie and I love the Jurassic Park movie. So I'm, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to. But I'm very excited to hear what you guys have to say about it because I love those movies. And Derek's like, why would you want to listen to people talk about movies from like years ago? And I'm like, because they're really good movies. Right. Duh. And it's you guys. Thank you, Carly. You at You're least welcome. understand. I appreciate I think it. I think it was a good idea. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. That's my favorite recommendation of this show. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's going to do it for this episode 41, the New York Comic Con 2017 recap episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. On behalf of my magical and mental co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Oh, you mean your other co-host, Nate? Oh and God. the lovely <laughs> Mrs. D-Rock, Carly Asia. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad you guys had fun at New York Comic Con. Thank you, Carly. And, of course, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. What about your other co-host, Steven, from Bagel and a Podcast? My name is Tom Van Zant. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bagel, bagel. <laughs> bye-bye. Bye. I'm back. Back in New York. I'm back, back in the New York groove. I'm back, back in the New York groove. Back in the New York groove. The people, they are so far gone, they can't even follow simple instructions. May God have mercy on your souls, all of you.